Hello, my friends. How is everyone doing today? Hope the, uh, that sounded mega cheesy, didn't it? <laughs> sounded like an NPR host. Well, actually, no, because an NPR host would be like, hello, I hope, uh, how is everyone doing today? Anyway, uh, I hope you all are having a, a good work week. I hope it started okay. Mine started like dog shit, but whatever. That doesn't matter. That's not why you're here. Why you're here is to talk about sports and talk about sports we do today. We talk about the MLB and the NBA and the NHL a little bit at the top of the show, as always. And then we talk about football, recap the games. It's business as usual this week. So instead of sitting here and blathering on into the void, let's start the show. Welcome to this episode of Stone Sports. I am your host, Bert. With me as always, I have my co-host, Double. Say what up, Dubs. What's up, too? And my other co-host, Meech. Say what up, Meech. What up? Why are you laughing? Every bro? week, it's like the per- the perplexity of whether you're going to, to how use 15 nicknames or just say, like, Bert. It's a guessing <laughs> game every time. <laughs> uh, how you feeling, Dubs? You all right? We're hanging in. This is yeah. my flu game, boys. Oh, yeah? You got the flu or you got strep throat? Neither. I have viral uh, pharyngitis. What the fuck is that? It's basically like a throat infection, but instead of a bacterial infection, it's a viral one. That's above my pay but grade. My throat <laughs> is just basically all swollen up, and I can't breathe, and sinuses are all clogged that sounds Good terrible time. that sounds so yeah, i can't terrible. can't really smoke so i'm losing my shit <laughs> oh, what's no uh, what's the name of that website that is in pornhub the... no <laughs> md.com webmd webmd yeah on our webmd md.com mdmd <laughs> jesus <laughs> uh starting off strong we have a, a fucking explanation of what a, what an infection he has that's horrible it sounds terrible it could be worse though bro you could be <laughs> it like sounded really good in my head and having to uh wrap christmas gifts i've been trying to wrap christmas gifts all day and like i'm dog shit at it like i haven't i can't Why do, do it care because i have yeah, to do I'm it i'm not good at it either i just buy a bag and put up in like the bag. I'm, yeah, like i literally had to call my mom and was like i need you to help me i'm 33 years old and i had to call my mom to help me wrap gifts it's well, fucking because you're you're stupid you no can't. it's actually just, probably you just buy a bag i have you're some sort of 33 like, yeah i have like a motor jesus <laughs> For like three or four years now, bro. Swear it's to been God, a minute. Like Twenty-eight. <laughs> Five years in a day. Yeah, it's it's been a while, dude. All right, let's get to the sports, as we often say on the show. So uh, a lot of stuff happened in the MLB um, in the past couple of days, at least for my team. I mean, I guess not a lot, but two big things happened. I mean, yeah, your team dominated the news coverage of the uh, off season. Yeah, they did. They uh. They hired a GM who Jared Porter. Yeah. Reading about him, I'm I'm on board with it. It seems like a pretty good pick. I don't know. Maybe you guys could change my mind. The general but... consensus on Twitter seemed to be that everyone was pretty happy with the signing. 
I mean, the questionable part is you have Boston there. He was in the Boston front office. Yeah, he was with us. You gotta get that the fuck out of there. He was with us when we had Theo and uh, Ben Sherrington. He was there for both of those regimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the one thing that I saw that everyone was, like, harping on is he was with the Cubs. He was, like, heading up scouting for the Cubs when they won. Yeah, him and Theo are really close. Yeah, and then... um, they hired what's his name too? Four year, what was it? Forty million dollar contract. What's yeah, for James McCann, McCann, they lock McCann, up a catcher. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about that because it's like he apparently his his batting numbers went up in this past season, but I, I don't know really yeah. much about how he plays his position. You know, cause it's funny because I feel like he kind of got lost with the Tigers. He he took over Alex Avila's job, which I'm going way in depth here. But he took over the the, the old starter Alex Avila's job, uh, and then you know they moved on from him. Then they went to McCann, and then he left and became really good. Because I was like, wait, is this the same McCann that was on the Tigers? And yeah, yeah. the last two numbers, two years of numbers look good for him. So not just this last year with his shortened season, uh, he did put up some numbers the year before that as well. Okay. He's been one of cool. the major locker room guys for the White Sox the last couple of years too. Okay, Coaches so it's not him, a players love him. It's not a bad. I mean, I did see a couple people being like, I don't know, that's a lot of money. But in my opinion, when you have a month, uh, an owner it's who not terrible, yeah, and it's only ten million a year. Yeah, and if you have an owner who claims, you know, we'll see, but he claims to be like, you know, I'm going to spend all the money it takes. I really don't think it matters that much. Like if he's not good, they'll just. You know, get I mean, that's the good thing about else. baseball. No salary cap. Your exactly. owner can fucking buy a team and that might not win you the championship. So it's just, yeah, it, there's a lot of different variables that go into it. But, for sure. But I mean, know, I think it was a good hire for sure. Even if you don't time. have a salary cap, you still got to have an owner who's willing to spend money, you know? So no, for sure. You, you definitely have those, those dead markets that aren't spending anything and just using the collective revenue from all 32 teams that they pool together yeah. uh, and making a profit. And, you know, that doesn't really help. Like that doesn't help grow your fan base. It doesn't help do anything else other than line the owner's pockets, which I guess is good, but that, that just means he, he might leave in the, in the pat in the future. Right. So, right. Anyway. Well, I'm happy with what they did. So uh, how about the NBA? What's going on in the NBA? Well, actually, uh, a oh, couple yes? more notes in the MLB. Okay. Uh, Phillies hired Dave Dombrowski as their president of baseball operations. Essentially, won't have a farm system. Philly, enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Pre- previously worked as the Tigers and Boston GM. Got both teams competitive. Uh, made them both playoff teams. However, left them with a bare farm system. He trades they everyone and signs huge free agents. Is what he does. He got us a rig, not the Tigers. Yeah, no, I just said he made them competitive. No, I know. I was just adding yeah. that he also got us a ring. I don't know how those Tigers didn't get a ring. They should have. Can you remember that team? Oh, yeah. They had fucking Verlander, Miguel Cabrera, Prince Fielder, David Price. Like, they were so good. They had Victor, Victor Martinez still in his yeah. career. Sure. Uh, Tory Hunter. Oh, really? They had Tory yeah, they had Tory oh, Hunter I guess they for did a couple for years. the back, the back end, huh? Yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, so he has been hired by the Phillies as their head of baseball ops. Uh, and then just notable free agents still out there. Trevor Bauer, DJ LeMayhew, uh, which actually the story came out that he was about 25 mil apart from the Yankees. Um, ends so up being, they wanted to pay him more for a shorter term deal. He wanted a longer term deal. 
that Stanton contract's coming back to bite him in the ass right now with those negotiations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they didn't give up anything to get him, but they did have to give up that salary spot for someone who's injured seemingly every year now. He used to be one of the most durable players in the MLB, and now he's not. Body is failing him. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and it then, happens. Uh, it's failing me right now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm so sorry, man. I feel so bad. I've had it before. It's fucking. I've had strep before. I haven't had that. But this it's feels exactly brutal. like strep, but you also have a cold. Yeah, it's fucking brutal, man. I actually got it like the first day at my like first ever job and had to like go in with a doctor's note and be like, I can't work for a week. So <laughs> it was pretty. I haven't been up. like actually sick where i needed to go to the doctor in like two or three years and i think the last time i had to go was for this it's fucking sucks yeah man when i got it i had like 103 degree fever it was really fucking crazy that shit sucks hang in there i'll email you some soup like i said earlier or the other day <laughs> soup is being emailed <laughs> I'll pull it up on a fucking my browser and just look at it <laughs> that so would be amazing stupid. dude it would be amazing uh and then the last uh, notable free agent uh, is JT Real Muto, uh, and that yeah. might be why the McCann signing looks so good. He was in the neighborhood of $200 million, his last request. You do not want to pay that money for a catcher, especially one who's older like him already in his career. Um, I think he's 28, something like that, 27, 28. I don't and, know. Uh, that's a huge Real amount Muto of money or for a catcher in their late 20s. Talk about Real Muto or McCann? Real Muto. He is 29. And he's a catcher. Yeah, and you're going to give him $200 million? I don't think so. I think I would definitely go with McCann. I think that was yeah. a good signal in your front office right, right. off the bat to say, we're, we're willing to go spend money, but not on overpriced free agents that are Scott Boris clients. Yeah, for sure. That's a really good point. I didn't even think <laughs> about it that way. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. a really, really good point. It's definitely a good marker. Uh, anyway, that's that's about it in the MLB. Okay. Um, what about NBA, the NBA? Yeah, the NBA preseason got off to a start, um, I think a couple days ago. Uh, and then and we're not going to pay any attention to that because we could care less about preseason. I could give a fuck less about the <laughs> yeah. preseason. Yeah, literally. Yeah, in uh, any sport, really, I'm going to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah really. Exactly. Although spring training has a different kind of feel to That's it. true. Yeah, it's that like, is. Oh, like I was literally, you, I literally was about to say it. You took the words right out of my motherfucking mouth. That's like yeah, that's one, one thing they've owned. Their, yeah. their spring training is about as good as it gets as far as all the minor leagues. Maybe summer league with basketball the last few years that has really gained some traction too, I feel like. Yeah, I don't I don't watch basketball really at all that much. So until you know the final I'll second around. that point, Mitch. Summer league has definitely gotten better the last few years. Dude, there's definitely been way more hype around summer league and it might just be teams needing those younger players, unproven players to step up and that it you know, the fact that it's in Vegas means the sports writers like going there because then they have something to write about and they can play when they're not writing about it. Uh, well, I think that's how sports <laughs> sports writers work. They probably work a lot harder <laughs> than I think they do. But, but yeah, no. Uh, well, so, yeah, Summer League has definitely picked up to that. But I think baseball still owns the preseason. It's just a different kind of feel. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on the sport whether or not the beat writers like really do a whole. I, I can tell you the NHL beat writers aren't doing shit right now because nothing's fucking happening. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> See, I was gonna. So after, so the, my last point on the NBA was yeah. Harden still being my notes exactly yeah. what this says. Harden still being an ass uh, <laughs> doesn't want to be there and is hoping to be traded to either the 76ers, the Nets, or the Miami Heat. Uh, None of those seem likely, except for possibly the Heat, and they'd have to part with Tyler Hero and probably a whole lot more. I was gonna say they'd probably have to part with more than like you know two or three of those players that we all fell in love with this season. I, I guess like, it'd be Hero season. and Bam. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a big ask, and I don't know. I, I mean, I wouldn't do that. I'm not. I don't. Because yeah, then you're with you yeah, have Jimmy I Butler and fucking Harden. It's basically the same yeah. position. Yeah, he's a clown. Anyway, so moving on to the NF or excuse me, NHL. <laughs> uh, you said there's nothing going on, Birdie. No, I mean nothing from you know what we talked about with the last show. Like I said, like you know, like you said, they've they've cleared the financial hurdle. I think you said that on the last show. So like that's done. But now they have to figure out the logistics of like realigning the divisions and all that. And to be honest, you know, last week I was like, it's not going to happen. It. It might happen, but I don't know if it's going to happen by the 13th. It just seems like not a lot of time. I mean, it's it's four weeks away. Do so we it's have like, footage of that? Because if we do, I'm pretty sure that you said if they yep. don't start by then, you would wear an Ovechkin shirt. No, I said if uh, they do start by I then, love I, would Ovechkin. Wear, I would wear an I Heart He Ovechkin did say, shirt, and yeah, I will. he said if they did. I'm a man of my word. Okay, so if they get that start off. That's happening. Yeah, yep. I'll I'll take a picture of myself. I'll give it to you guys, and you can tweet it. You out. can film yourself walking around listening to Daft Punk and going to your local Foster. <laughs> Stop hating on Daft Punk, dude. There's a shit. <laughs> yeah, you do throw a lot of shade at Daft Punk, bro. Yeah, that's some that was that was a callback. I'm, I'm not just <laughs> we're throwing hate at Daft Punk constantly. <laughs> All right, just reiterating cool, your man. hate towards the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, right. thank you. We're, we're cool then. All right. So let's There's a callback, Beach. I know you're more familiar with come on backs. <laughs> wow. 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 Rowan her throwing hurls. That's, <laughs> that's not a thing. It is definitely not. Throw an insult. Hurl an insult over. <laughs> I was gonna say there. get the body bag. It took you a while, but you did get there. All right. Yeah. Let, let's move it on. Let's move it on. To uh, well, let's recap to some NFL. of the yeah to the stuff that happened in footballs. Let's recap it. So uh, I so we'll start with blue. the Titans and the Jaguars. No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah, start with the game that start, you don't want to talk about. Yeah, in chronological order, which was Thursday night football. <laughs> yeah, I think I have to was, go get. I think I have to go take my medicine. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I would too. We'll because wait. you. You talked about five minutes of shit about me picking the Rams. All right, and hold you on. Guys were back. Hold on. Hold on. It was yeah. you're being dramatic. It wasn't five minutes of shit. It was like like five sentences. But he did still talk a bunch of shit. And look what happened. Carped on it for literally five. <laughs> I, I recorded it. I stopped watching it. I got on my phone. I said, let's let's time this five minutes, dude. <laughs> for the Rams. To just That's how long smack it took me to turn the game off. The Pats. 
That's <laughs> how long it took you to turn the game off. That's pretty good. Yeah, dude, it it's was bad. Good. Yeah, they got destroyed, man. Like, what happened from your perspective, Double? I'd like, I'm interested. We had no offense. Cam was 9 for 16, 119 yards and a pick. Stidham came in, also didn't look super great. Damian Harris couldn't get it going. Michelle, Newton, and White combined on the ground for 50 yards. Harris also had 50. Like, we just couldn't get anything going offensively, and Cam Akers ran down our throat. The Rams' run game finally got something going. Like I said, Akers finally got it going. Uh, His last three games, 59 carries, 227 yards, two touchdowns. He had 171 against us. Yeah, and you brought it up the week before. You know, you ask about Gurley. Do they miss him? And I said, I don't know. I think they found it with Cam Akers. It has really looked like they have. They they have that. It's not, you know, a mixed match. It's not – I cannot speak right now. It's not a mixed match bag of running backs back there. They have one running back. It's Cam Akers. He's the best. Okay. Uh, best is strong. I mean, the best in that backfield. Okay. Not the best that. overall. <laughs> Patriots also allowed six sacks, which is the most they've allowed in any game this season. Ooh. Cam got his butthole torn open a little bit. Yeah, he well, did. and like I said, they have they they have the defense to do that, and they just have to keep contained. They did they did better than that. They forced Cam to get sacked. Brockers and Donald had four of six of those sacks. Not shocking there. No. Yeah. Not at all. But the score was really shocking. It was twenty four to three. Like you said, it was crazy. <sighs> it was just it just kept going up, too. And I kept expecting... I mean, neither of them scored in the fourth quarter, though, right? If I remember correctly. I think that's correct. Yeah, yeah, like, the fourth quarter was kind of just, like, dunzo. Well, the Rams didn't have to. Right, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... I how mean, time of possession that half was probably a lot Rams, a little bad. So yeah. yeah. We have probably a what the overall goal was there. 6% <laughs> chance of making the playoffs. We basically are down to needing the Raiders, Ravens, and Dolphins all to lose out. Also... We have to win out. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen, man. 6% chance. You hold on to that 6%, bro. You're saying there's a about, chance. I know all about holding on to that 6%. What were you going to yeah, say, Meech? Sorry, bro. Happening. Uh, I just, I was just going to say, it uh, looks like McVeigh shit on fucking good old Bill. 6-0 against the Rams since 2000. And what happened with that last one? Yeah. Huh? The Super Bowl? <laughs> 10-3. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you have the score wrong. I think it was 27 or 24-3. I think that was the score. Oh, okay. All right. All right. How about, uh, let's talk about this, uh, Titans Jaguars game, or I guess as the British would say, Jaguar, which might be the correct pronunciation. I'm not sure yet. I still go back and call forward. them the Haguars. <laughs> <laughs> the Titans won, though, right? I think it was 31 to 10 was the final score. Yeah, Tennessee advanced to nine and four. Jacksonville falls to one and twelve, and still super close in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. But they did yeah, they have uh, Gardner Minshew come back. He came back in the third quarter, went 18 for 31, 178 yards and a touchdown in the second half. He filled in for Mike Glennon, who was 13 of 23 for 85 and a pick in the first half. Uh, on the yeah. other end, Tennessee took advantage. We talked about it last week. Derrick Henry wasn't going to be shut out twice. He had 26 carries for 215 yards and two touchdowns leading the way. Uh, Henry showed up, and the, and the, like you said, the only spot 
of brightness for that Jags lineup as they no longer have to worry about seeing Mike Glennon. Minshew has been named the starter next week after he Minshew took over. Mania. Let's go, baby. Yeah, the second half of this game for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think you said it last week, Meech, that like that's the right you got to start him, not Glennon, right? It wasn't you definitely do. That? And and I wrote after I saw Glennon come back out. I believe he was in there in the third. I believe he 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 came back out. And I said Shad Khan, the Jaguars owner, has to have a bonus in place for their coach Doug Marone because there's no other reason that you fucking you fucking put him out there. Why are, why is Glennon starting games when you have a healthy Gardner Minshew? Makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but it doesn't seem like it's going to be a problem we're going to have to wrestle with anymore on the show, at least for the remainder of the season. So, uh, how about the uh, Minnesota and Tampa B game? Didn't you pick Tampa Bay? We both did, we, yeah. We yeah, both picked Tampa both Bay did. in this yeah. one. Fucking nailed it. Yeah, you yeah. did. That's what I was going to say. You nailed it. Minnesota, uh, they fall to the Buccaneers and Brady 26 to 14. They fall to 6 and 7. Bucks advance to 8 and 5. Now second in the NFC South. Uh, Kirk Cousins 24 of 37 for 225 and a touchdown. Brady 15 for 23, 196 and two touchdowns. Uh, I thought that that was going to be the difference, was the play between Brady and Kirk. Turns out it wasn't, it was the defense. Uh, Bucks had six sacks. Shaq Barrett had two of those, and they just dominated the Vikings. Uh, Dan Bailey, terrible. Yeah, Dan, <laughs> Dan Bailey. We talked about it last week. Huge miss kicks, and like we looked at his records, it it just seems to be getting worse. It oh, it, no, no, no. It's, it doesn't worse. seem to be getting worse. It's getting worse. Yeah, oh for three. And it's always when we're watching. And I don't know if it's just because of the red zone. Like, it just shows you the field goal. But it, he misses them when we're watching all the time. Man. I feel like this was a – like, the whole, this is a big game. You know, a lot of eyeballs on this game. And yet he misses. And you're just like, good God, what happened to you, man? That's what Vikings kickers do. Yeah, and, and yeah, like, it is. one of them was, like, not a difficult kick. Like, it was not – it wasn't well, I mean, like it was he missed, like, an, he missed an extra point. point. Yeah, right. Oh my god. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> that was yeah, probably the one you're talking about. Didn't even a, realize it was an extra point. That, no, no, it wasn't. There was one that was like it was like 30 some yards. It, uh, it it's yeah. but that extra point, that's a big oof, bro. That's Yeah, yeah, I mean oof. a lot of this game wasn't as bad as the score indicated. The Vikings should have had more points in this game, but like you said, Dan Bailey missed two field goals and an extra point in this game. Um, and then the P.I. call at the end of the first half just fucked the Vikings. And so just a lot of bad luck. So it's right before halftime. Brady throws a Hail Mary to Gronk. There's three people, and there's a P.I. called on a Hail Mary at the end of the half. And you're just like, come on. And there was nothing there. There was nothing there. And that ended up in a touchdown. So just some, some bad luck for the Vikings this week. But the Buccaneers did look like a better team coming off the bye. Um, and like we said, we don't expect them. We didn't expect them to lose three games back-to-back. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's talk about a game that was uh, maybe a little closer than it should have been. Which I was, was dead the, wrong on this game. The Chiefs and the Dolphins. It was, well, I picked the, the Chiefs still won. 
Yeah, but I what when I talked about my analysis, I was dead wrong. I I don't even remember what you said. What'd you say they were going to blow was, them out? Not, well, I was saying there's no way the Dolphins' defense was going to force turnovers on Mahomes. They had three interceptions. Charles Baker, two and a half sacks. Byron Jones, Eric Rowe, and Xavier Howard each had a pick for the Dolphins. Uh, I said last week, Tua was going to have to have an all-pro performance to keep up with Mahomes. Wasn't quite that, but he had a pretty decent day. The second half, he really improved. 28 of 48, 316 yards and a touchdown. Also a pick, but he did run one in as well. Uh, Mike Kosicki had two touchdowns and an injury, which probably going to be the end of his season. Yeah, I mean, do you think that, because uh, like you said, he looked really good in the game. When I watched the game, I was like, damn, the Dolphins in the next couple of years could be like a real threat if they make the right moves. I don't know how you yeah. feel about that, but that's how I feel. Me and Beach are both super high on the coach Flores. Yeah, they looked like mega dangerous, man. Like, or like potentially dangerous is the right way to say it. Like, Their defense is the right really pieces. good. If they get some more weapons on offense, right. maybe a little bit better line, they'll they'll be in business. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's for what sure, I'm they they should have a bright future. Uh, Tua looks solid, and Brian Flores, I think, is just a great coach. The Denver Carolina game, I did not watch. So why don't I refused you... to watch it? <laughs> okay, so you didn't watch it. It was kind of entertaining. All I right, watched Mitch, a Get us up to speed. It. Get us up to speed on what happened. <laughs> it just the the Panthers did, could not find a rhythm on offense at all. It seemed like they they just were. I mean, Mike Davis looked good running the ball, but other than that, like they couldn't really. There was no no kind of chemistry with that offense. It looked like they just had trouble scoring at least in the first half Broncos Locke actually had a game with four touchdowns um, and not an interception. So he looked good. He was just airing it out. Uh, yeah, KJ talent- Hamler, two catches, 86 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. Talented wide receiver core here. And tight end fan is also pretty good. Yeah, I like um, fair. Yeah. I mean, they, this, this uh, receiving core looks amazing. What was the no, score? Wasn't it like, it was like 32 to 27, I think. Yep. Right. Yeah. It was really end. close. The uh, Panthers finally started moving the ball at the second half. So uh, let's see what other games we have to talk about. Oh, quite a lot. So what about Texans and the <laughs> bears? So we're, uh, we're I was both wrong on this. Yeah. Both wrong. <laughs> Couldn't have been wronger. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we learned that right before the game, Brandon cooks, uh, was out just before the game. So the Texans just really didn't have any wide receivers. But once again, we saw the annual Kiki Kuti uh, appearance as he usually fills in for Fuller, which he did this year again, but under different circumstances. Um, and then he was like it, you know, they didn't have Brandon Cooks. They didn't have Fuller. Uh, you know, there was just a shell of a receiving core. And it looked like it because Deshaun Watson had no one to throw to and was basically running for his life the whole day. The whole day. It just constantly looked like he was running for his life whenever Houston had the ball. On the other end, Mitch Trubisky looked pretty good. 24-33, 267 yards and three touchdowns. Montgomery had 11 touches for 113 and a touchdown. Allen Robinson, nine catches for 123 and a touchdown. And on the defensive end, they had seven sacks. Like, to reiterate the running for your life. Woo. Yeah, it literally every time I tuned in, he was. I, I swear to God, I saw Deshaun Watson just running away from four defenders chasing <laughs> after him. Yeah, Houston seven sacks allowed, two fumbles. They they got manhandled. Then Trubisky actually looked good in the game, so that's kind of shocking as well. It's Although a couple games in a row now, dude. Defense. Yeah, that's true. They did play the Lions and the Texans, so 
Yeah. I don't not know the, how much not it actually defensive, says. Uh, you know, strong builds there. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely looks like the uh, Texans have uh, some work they need to do in the offseason. Speaking of a team that has some work it needs to do, how about the Giants and the Cardinals game? That score is a little brutal. I was wrong again. Giants. <laughs> the seed in his voice. <laughs> <laughs> Cardinals 26, Giants 7. Uh, Daniel Jones sucked. Gallbladder sucked. Their receivers sucked. Their defense sucked. Uh, Hassan Reddick had five sacks for the Cardinals, which broke a franchise record. They had eight sacks as a team. DeAndre Hopkins had over 100 yards. Kyler had a touchdown. Kenya Drake had a touchdown. Cardinals just tore apart the Giants here. So funny. I would. I wish we were on like ESPN or something so I could be like, yeah, how about that game, Dubs? You could be like, well, they sucked. Everything sucked. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> yeah, then ESPN would be watchable. Yeah, they need to hire us, dude. We'll make ESPN now. watchable again. Hire us, ESPN. Hire us. Hire Stone Sports. We'll make your channel watchable again. Uh, Stone Sports worried. Center. It's like reggae, reggae drums. Still drums and reggae, bro. Let's go. Oh, We're taking over. Idea. That idea was so good. I like screamed into my microphone. I'm pretty sure I like As- clipped the hashtag shit out of it. Stone Sports Center. I'm about to fucking. Oh yeah, please tweet that out. Hashtag Stone tweet Sports Center. That out. We should make some merch that says Stone Sports Center. We'll <laughs> just like redo the fucking logo. Yeah, yeah, the SC, but it'll just be SSC. <laughs> oh my god. We're killing it, boys. All right, yeah. so uh, I'm sorry, Daniel Beach, Jones. we derailed you. No, you're good. Yeah, I so don't even just, know what I mean, game we're on. Yeah, we're still the Cardinals, Jets. I just want oh, to wrap yeah. it up a little bit. Uh, Daniel Jones' sad boy face is back. Also, Hell yeah. I noticed a new sad boy face to bring up, and it was tonight, and it's Baker Mayfield. He has a sad boy face because he was looking after he got called for intentional grounding. He was uh-huh. looking up at the like the – the Megatron to like see the play and like he just had he had the sad boy face so like you two that or something huh I just said sad boy oh yeah sad boy face <laughs> anyway back to the original the OG sad boy face Daniel Jones he fumbled two times and it looked like Colt McCoy uh, was might take back over there yeah he does not turn the ball over like danny dimes um and actually gives three. his team a chance to win i was hoping he would throw a little more but that's all right we'll <laughs> see him again yeah yeah it looks like he might be it's a, it's always dangerous when they come into the game uh to replace you and then see what happens next week all right well uh we got a couple of blowouts here to recap uh, the next one is the Cowboys and the Bengals, and nailed it. It's not as bad as some of the other blowouts <laughs> on the list, but I mean, thirty to seven—that's that's rough, man. That's rough. I mean, it's not that rough, but they, this is a win they should have had, and yeah, this is yeah, the way they sure. should have won it because they're playing a Bengals team that has, like, like Double said last week, no Joey Bats, no Joe Mixon. Uh, you know, Giovanni Bernard is not your main running back. He can't be. He fumbled for the first time in a huge amount, like 800 and something carries or something. But it, he just is not the same back he used to be. He could be a third down back, but that's it. He can't be your main running back. This team misses Joe Mixon and, of course, Joey Bats. And 
you know, that they looked how we thought they would look, honestly. Yeah, I agreed. Uh, Dalton's return to Cincinnati, 16 for 23, 185, and two touchdowns. Uh, Meach, you touched on this last week. Elliott and Pollard split carries again. I don't know why you're paying Zeke that much money if you're just going to split carries with Tony Pollard. No clue. It's not like a Kareem Hunt contract. It's not like nine mil a year. It's like 20 mil a year. For 12 carries? Why? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't don't get it. I don't know. I guess they're trying to spare him, but then why pay him all that money? Like, ugh. I, I don't get it. But yeah, it happened again. I saw some guy on Twitter had basically like, 10 prop bet parlay on the Cowboys Bengals game that he put $10 on and it could have paid out like 15 grand or something. And the only thing that missed was Andy Dalton not running for five yards. Oh, it was like nine for 10. The only thing that didn't hit was the Dalton. Let's, run. let's not talk about betting this week. I took a bath this week. It was a bloodbath. Uh, you know, lost 150 bucks easy. And, None of my bets hit. None of them. And uh, yeah, it was. I was just was watching bad. a tweet all day about more bets losing. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, don't worry. We're <laughs> yeah. gonna we're gonna hit one of those bets later on in the show. But uh, let's let's talk about the, the Raiders. <laughs> I know exactly which one it's gonna be. <laughs> let's talk about the Raiders who continue to seemingly, I guess the right word is implode. Uh, and they played the Colts. Spiral and, downwards. Yes, they yeah. played the Colts. A deep, and, dark spiral. <laughs> yeah, and the score was 44-27 to 27 in favor of the Colts, I believe. So that's correct. definitely a downward trend, boys. Phillip Rivers, 19 of 28, 244, and two touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor, thank you. Torched it. Thank you. Absolutely no. torched it. He <laughs> torched my opponent in fantasy. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, David Montgomery, Alan Robinson. Thank all of you. You did phenomenal for me this week. <laughs> Praise be. Shout out to Dub's fantasy team. Jonathan man. Taylor, twenty for one fifty two touchdowns, and Heem Hines added sixty yards on the ground as well. T. Y. Hilton caught both the Rivers touchdowns. He's got five in the last three weeks. Uh, on the other end, the Raiders. Derek Carr, thirty one of forty five for three sixteen and two touchdowns. Uh, two interceptions to go along with that as well. Meet your boy, Aguilar. Five catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, he's not having a problem catching babies this year, is he? Our <laughs> meme was great. <laughs> that video was amazing. Uh, rushing yards, like I said, I touched on that. That was the real key here. Indy had 212. Las Vegas had 79 uh, yards per play. 7.7 for Indy, 6.2 for the Raiders. And the Raiders also had a fumble and two picks. So... Yeah, it didn't they, matter to me because I was out of aforementioned uh, fantasy playoffs. But Josh Jacobs, before the game, says, I'm not going to play on my I was playing Instagram. against Josh Jacobs. Yeah, yeah, what an asshole. I have his book up. Er, I have his backup booker. So I throw him in the lineup. And then I see Josh Jacobs' happy ass in the backfield. So my the, my opponent, shout out Nate Finnegan, still played Josh Jacobs because he didn't believe that shit. Boom, boom, worked out. Didn't work out too good, though, because my team went to work. Yeah, no, he still did not. Yeah, he didn't put up a large amount because, yeah, they suck. Uh, But, yeah, then after the game, they fired their defensive coordinator, Paul Gunther. Uh, He's gone. Axed him, yeah, formerly from Cincinnati. That should have been your first. first, uh, Red flag. Yes, there, yeah. Uh, Rod (laughs) Marinelli will take over. 
Um, he's been a long Doug time. Doug Mirabelli? Ron. <laughs> 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 Don't talk Lirinelli. What's up? <laughs> Rod Marinelli will take over. He's been a long time assistant, and I think he was a former Lions coach. Sound right? No fucking The only clue. Lions coach I remember is Caldwell and Jim Bob Cooter. <laughs> Those are the only two that I will commit to memory. Yeah. Is that your boy, bro? Clown well, shirt. He, he, I like. He just got fired. I would. I still remember him too. <laughs> I just like. I didn't even register that he wasn't there. We're fuck. I'm still sick, Beach. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So he'll take over the defense, and these Raiders just they they've like like we said before downward. Spiral down, which yeah. perfectly down, segues down. into our, it another, does. our next game of the fucking Jets in a downward spiral. Wait, wait, hold on. Downward they've been spiral. spiraling for years. Yeah, they ain't no upward spiral, bro. <laughs> they, they've been staying down there, man. <laughs> they just, they just keep going down and down and down and down and down. <laughs> Their season goes the way of a flatline monitor in the ER, bro. Just flat. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. It's real bad, and the score is real bad. Like it's real. Was it forty? Forty to three. To three. Holy shit! Like and big. Didn't those weren't the Jets three the first three of the game? Yes, they were. Yep. Because in the first like five minutes, maybe I was like, "Oh, the Jets look pretty good. They they like looked a little better than they normally do." And then after that, it was just like the fucking commenced. <laughs> the fucking commences. That's Ross, the title of this t- episode. The fucking commences. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Ross. we can't title it that. Why not? I'm I'm pretty sure that's that's not allowed on the on the YouTube's. Hey YouTube, step it up. <laughs> Russell Wilson, 21 of 27, 206, four touchdowns and a pick. We got a glimpse of Geno Smith in this one. <laughs> yeah, we did. Five thirty-three yards. Uh, Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde also combined for 140 on the ground. QB controversy in Seattle. That might be. <laughs> we'll see if Geno Smith keeps uh, can avoid a sack. I forgot he was in the damn league, dude. I I heard that name. I, I was too, like, dude. West Virginia. What? Well, speaking of West Virginia, coming up in the next game, fucking Tavon Austin, back in the league. One of my yes. favorite players from a few years ago. Super yeah. fun to watch. Ex-Cowboy, ex-Packer. Ex-Ram. Oh, no, he's on the Packer. He's on the Packers now, yeah. yeah. He had a limited role, two catches, eight yards, punt return for 20 yards, but I can't wait to see what he does on kick return for Green Bay because they really have no other playmakers in that regard. But, uh... Packers picked up the win over the Lions, 31-24. Rodgers, 26-33, of 293 touchdowns. He also added one on the ground. Aaron Jones, 15 carries for 69 yards. Ha-ha. Adams, 7 receptions, 115 on a touchdown. And Valdez Skettling also had a touchdown in just under 100 yards. Yeah, man, and, and I got to jump in real quick here and, and just give you all some credit because last episode, you know, we were talking about the Packers and we were talking about you know, Adams and how that's like really the only weapon there. When I was watching the game, you're fucking dead on, bro. Because the whole game, it seemed like that was like the only target. Like that was just it. Like that was all. Yeah, was them and the game. two running backs they didn't draft. Yeah. He's so good. 
Yeah, like it's ridiculous. Like like Rodgers and him are like the only reason they won that game. Like I was watching the game and it was red zone, but literally every time I saw the Packers on the screen, it seemed like I heard his name. Last time I'll touch on fantasy here, but I was up fucking 80 points at one point and he had Rodgers and Adams going and I was like, for a second, I was still like, this might still be close. Yeah, right. (laughs) They ended up putting up like 60. Yeah, they still put up a lot. Probably. I was going to say that's, that would, that would make my, uh. My butthole pucker as well. Like, I just <laughs> swear to God. Like. Well, I mean, speaking of close, the uh, Chargers in the Falcons game was also close. I mean, that's not surprising seeing as how who it is playing, but it was very close. It was separated by three points. It was 20 to 17. Did you guys watch that game at all? Because yeah, I watched quite a bit. Because this was, this was my Dude. last play I needed to hit my far five team parlay Falcons to beat the Chargers and see Mr. Sad Boy face on the sideline again. Didn't fucking happen because Matt Ryan throws fucking three interceptions. Two in the last five <laughs> minutes, dude. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Russell Gage had a better QBR than Matt Ryan. <laughs> I mean this was a sloppy game by both teams. For sure. Uh, believe there were six turnovers overall. Yeah, six turnovers overall. So just a sloppy game, but the Chargers end up winning. Sad boy face is sad no more. <laughs> and bam. And bam, 36 and of 44, bam. 243, two touchdowns. He's loving having Eckler back. 15 carries, 79 yards. He also added nine catches for 67. Keenan Allen, 10 targets, nine catches. And they also had the three interceptions, like you said. So Chargers pick up a good team win. Falcons threw that one away. They should have had that one. Yo, what'd yeah, you think about those jerseys too? The like dark blue Chargers jerseys. Did you see those joints? Yeah, they're I, they're not as good as the other ones, but it's yeah. still the Chargers jerseys. They're still, still going to take them hell. over. Yeah, I actually yeah really I'm still going to take them over ninety nine percent of them. You know. Yeah. Right. But I sure. nothing beats powder blue. Yeah. No. Agreed. A powder blue jersey. We've said this before on the show, but a powder blue jersey in any sport is fucking dope. Like it's amazing. No, I do like those jerseys though. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm sort of stuttering here because I'm I'm really trying to figure out how to make a Washington football club and a 49ers game sound interesting and exciting, but I'm struggling. So help me, help me, pull me out of the depths, please. <laughs> I doubled down on the Washington football club and it came back in my favor. 23 to 15, they picked up the win for me here. Beach, you went with the 49ers, correct? It did. I, I thought they would look better. Big Nick Mullins did not look great. This team's just – this team is F. Debo Samuel out for the season after the game was announced. It's This team just needs to pack it in. Shambles. They, they Another you, team that needs to punt. The yeah, they away. gave you hope that they would, would be competitive, and they have been, I mean, more competitive than the goddamn Jets, but, I mean, there's just no reserves left on this goddamn team, None. dude. Yeah. Uh, Chase Young got his first touchdown in this one. That kid is a fucking beast. See that video with him and uh, Tomlin talking on the sidelines when they played last week? No, I didn't. Tomlin was like, you have to lose. He's like, I never have players like you because you have to lose 14, 15 games to get someone that looks like you. And Chase Young just like laughs it off and walks away. Dude, Tomlin is so baller status when it comes to quotes, dude. Like, he's first team all all fucking quote, dude. Like that 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 was 
that was that, that's what they gave the nation this week is that quote because they didn't play very well. <laughs> no, but, Alex Smith but that ate, quote was amazing. Alex Smith got uh, hurt, right? Haskins yeah, came so in. Alex yeah. Smith got yeah, back in the, the 49ers game. Alex Smith got hurt. And then we saw our our boy Dwayne Haskins. Can you look like you've fucking been there before? Your quarterback, who's going to be NFL comeback player of the year, actually should have had fucking tears in his eyes when he came back, goes out with an injury, and you come in and you're crying after the game. Like, really, Dwayne Haskins? (laughs) Soft. Soft. (laughs) Soft shit. That was some soft ass shit. And you bet your ass I'm not going to triple down on the Washington Football Club if Wayne Haskins is starting this week. Absolutely not with that stool softener. Bet the house against Wayne Haskins. Guy's fucking jello. (laughs) Yeah, I hate it. That was a horrible pick. That's that's one of the that's one of the whiffs that you just look at and you go, see. Sometimes it's hard to tell how good these guys are going to be because he looked great at Ohio State, but because of all the talent around him. Yeah, although he didn't have the moxie that like a Baker has or that Joey Bats had, I feel like he he wasn't like that. You could just be more shy though. He I doesn't mean, have the Minshew moxie. Yeah, yeah, but he just doesn't look good, and they have to hope that Smith uh, comes back. This team is in the first place. Ron Rivera has coached the hell out of this team, dude. Yeah, I agree. That was like huge pickup for them. He's looked great since Mo- he's got. On the NFC beast, because that's what we do. We beat Titans. Uh, you know, not the Titans, but you know, the <laughs> mythical Titans of such. Uh, Saints fall to my eggs, boys. Yeah, but before Jaylen we really hurt, get but, into but, that, but 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 but, but caveat. Yep. Double. Right. You want to? You want to do you the lose honors? money on this game, bitch? <laughs> do you lose money on this game? Tell the Did listeners. You? Tell the listeners. No, you bet against the Eagles, right? Isn't that what he told us? Uh, I'm pretty sure you told yeah, us in the uh, chat yeah. that you were. Yeah. I was like, yo, the Eagles are about to beat the Saints. Your boy, go birds. And you're like, yeah, except I'm about like, to lose $100. Bad, I was yeah. like, that's yeah, typical because... of a Philly sports fan right there. Their <laughs> yeah. team wins and they yeah. still find a way to be pissed off about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I was happy they won. Cost me a little bit of money. Um, little not bit. gonna lie, I had them in a parlay, and I doubled down on live betting on the Saints because I was like, Trace McSorley just I came in at QB. Really, really. The Browns are winning. It's yeah. Trace McSorley just shot. came in for the comeback, not Lamar Jackson. Did he get hurt, or is he just in? I don't know. I'll Google it. Keep talking about the Saints and the Eagles game. I'll Google it. <laughs> Shouldn't be an issue. <laughs> So, yeah, no, I mean, cost me some money, but, God, it looked like a different team with Jalen Hurts back there. He was making great decisions. He was not holding onto the ball. He was not taking stupid sacks. He was literally looking to throw first, and he looked fine throwing, and and, and then looking to run. And it was it was refreshing, honestly, to just see a quarterback not hold onto the ball forever. It's just so refreshing. He looked like he changed the feel of this game, and and he has been named the starter going forward. So next week he will be starting. There were some rumors after the game that maybe Peterson would go back to wins. I don't know how you go back to wins after the game that we just saw. I mean, I don't know how you do it. 
Yeah, no, you don't. Well, it's either that. It's either that or you light $107 million on fire. I think that's what you <laughs> do, man. Yeah, I think that's you what gotta you do. do it, man. You go Jaylen full on Heath Ledger's Joker so much and just better. burn the money. That's what you do. Yeah. Because he yeah, looks Miles better. Miles Sanders had a quote after the game that said talked about leadership. But Miles Sanders, everyone's gonna talk about every all the, the pro Sanders people are gonna talk about how he um is for free medical care for no, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> no, all the Sanders people are gonna talk about how he had a big numbers and he's a playmaker, all this shit. This man got lucky on an 82-yard run because a linebacker ran through the wrong gap. I mean, literally. If you take away that run, he had the standard disappointing game. So, I mean, he's just he's, – I, God, I want the new running They're back. Also talk, the new running back. They're also talking about the, um, the blocking job that Miles Sanders were doing. They showed two blocks he had downfield for Hurts. They were the softest fucking blocks I've ever seen. Dude, I don't know why everyone loves this guy. He's a clown. I but don't if, get it. If Carson Wentz is not on that team next year or is not starting, every single Philadelphia Eagles fan needs to write Nick Foles an apology. I agree. For running his ass out of town. Okay, I 100% here's, agree. Here's the thing. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Fuck you, dude. Gentlemen, at the gentlemen, time, gentlemen. At the time, you had a guy who almost run one MVP. And you don't, you obviously don't care. You weren't watching the games. The first part of the season, Foles did not look good. He looked how he looked with the Bears. And then Wentz came in and looked so much better. So you can't say we kept him a year after we won. You can't say we we didn't make the right choice at the time. He won a Super Bowl, but he can't even beat Trubisky in Chicago. So I love this Nick Foles. On you can't say we made the wrong choice, especially at the time, because you can't look back. No one predicted that this would happen. No one. Well, he outdueled the best quarterback of all time in the Super Bowl, and he ran him out. I mean, yeah. I, that was that was Roseman. We've already talked about how I feel about that. Yeah, uh, we have. But I'm just saying it was a defendable position back then because no one projected this. Everyone thought that the Eagles were making such a good deal. Everyone said that, well, why aren't the Cowboys doing this with Dak? It's going to cost them more money. You have to extend them early for less money. That's exactly what we did. And now everyone has something to say about it. No one predicted this. No one could have predicted this. So I won't say that. But Hertz being drafted second kind of redeems Howie for me because he looked great against the Saints. The Eagles get the win. Fly, Eagles, fly. So Lamar Jackson has a cramp in his... Yeah, I was literally about to say I Googled it and a bunch of people are tweeting saying it's questionable cramps, but that nothing has really officially been reported. Well, so. Trace McSorley is down on the field right now, grimacing in pain. We'll find out. We'll find out. Here comes RT3. If he's active. <laughs> I think he is. They carry three three quarterbacks? I do think so. I'm pretty sure they do. Well, we're going to find out, and uh, we'll I definitely mean, talk about it this weekend for sure. So, uh, all right. We got oof. one more game on the list. And it is just like the Philly New Orleans game, a bit of an upset. So, uh, but we called this one. You did, you did, and and I'm proud of you, boys. Way the same time, me and Meach were in sync. I think he said Bills, and I said Buffalo. But either way, we both yelled yeah. it out. 
That that for sure happened. Steelers might be frauds. <laughs> yeah, I they might be. I don't think they're frauds. I think literally, like I might said, be they, lost, they lost another huge person on defense. Yeah. So they don't have the whole team injuries that the 49ers do. But, God, they're coming close on defense. They lost another huge player on defense uh, this week. And it just it's it seems to be never ending. Yeah. Jordan Berry's leg had to have grown like at least three inches in diameter. He had eight punts. Yeah. Just back yeah. there doing work for the brand. Yeah. That's, Big Ben, that's 21 of 37, 187 yards, two touchdowns, two picks compared to Josh Allen, who is 24 for 43 with 238, two touchdowns and a pick. Stefan Diggs led the way in receiving. Uh, Teron Johnson and Levi Wallace were the two interceptions on Big Ben. Juju led the way of receiving for the Steelers, and like you said, Mitch, they are missing some key defensive players. Only one stack this week. Yeah, yeah, they, and the Bills just look better on every front. No and... one circles the wagon like the Buffalo <laughs> Bills. <laughs> Is it hurting you to see a team in your division actually doing well for once? No, it's just like it's it's cute. <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd use that wording after yeah. what just happened. Yeah. Right. We'll be back next year. We'll see. There's a six percent chance they'll see us in the playoffs. <laughs> He's just holding on six <laughs> percent. So hard. Yeah, I the get Bills it look great. The Bills look great. The and and the Steelers again could not find a rush attack. They could not find even with Connor back. Like you said last week, they didn't have a great rush attack before that. I thought that they would at least be better. Barely. It was marginally better than it was last week. I think they rushed for 47 yards in total. Bad. And I, I hit on that. Like, their run game has been bad for, like, a couple fucking years. Now. Yeah, James Conner still isn't that good. Also, cramps my ass. Lamar Jackson is on the field as we speak. They totally just benched him for McSorley. <laughs> Why? Like, that, it was... Though, why would you bench? I don't know. Why would well? I'm looking, was fine. I'm looking oh, at the box down. score, and okay, so that's going to change, obviously. But I was looking at the box score, and in this fourth quarter, they've had no points, and the Browns have had 15. So that might have something to do with it. Maybe. Yeah, oh, we've been yeah, we've been doing on. the pod the whole show, but yeah, they just scored Lamar to Hollywood Brown, so I'm sure that's happy because Hollywood Brown has dropped a ton of passes this this uh, this game. Yeah, yeah that that game is coming down to the wire. It is coming down to the wire, and and uh, we'll recap it on the uh, the next episode. So it's a fucking shootout. <laughs> fucking shootout, bro. Shootout, fucking shootout. Kyle. Shootout. They're getting clapped up. So that's gonna do blah, it. Blah. <laughs> that's gonna... Jesus Christ. Are we in Griselda now? <laughs> West Side, <laughs> Benny the Butcher. Keep keep trucking, bro. I believe in you. I know you got shot up, but I believe in you. All right, that's oh, gonna yeah, do he it. Get fucking shot a couple weeks. Yeah, ago, he got he? shot, man. That's gonna do How's it for doing? us on Stone Sports this episode. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Actually, uh, speaking yeah. of other some other fucking person, critical condition, uh, Keontae Johnson, SEC Player of the Year last year for Florida, passed out. Uh, after a dark in the first half against Florida State, he's been in critical condition and was placed into a medically induced coma today. Why? So what prayers the fuck? Up, they don't they don't know. So he, he just had passed to, out. 
He had COVID in the summer. But he just so he just literally you like, can drop the he ball was, in the bucket and so pass he the fuck dunked out. it. He dunked it. There was a timeout. They were coming back onto the floor, and as soon as he walked over half court, he just face first. So what the fuck? Thoughts and prayers to him, friends, yeah, family, man. teammates. Absolutely. I hope everything's okay there. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Big up yourself. All right. Well, thanks for listening. I hate to just move on from that, man. That feels terrible. But I got. I, I was gonna mention it before, <laughs> and then I kind of just slid it in at the end of the show. So positive rest of your week after that fucking news. Jesus Christ! <laughs> right. All right. Well, I, I got to do my hostly duties. So please, listeners, forgive me. Uh, follow us on all the social media. That's Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. It's all Stone Sports Podcast. Tweet at my boy Double and tell him get well soon because the boy is struggling. Anything else you want to say before we go, boys? Nah. Oh, good. All right. Say say goodbye. Peace. Peace. Lightest.